friend Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have it. If you're listening to this episode, it's because you are a subscriber. Either that or you like BitTorrented this episode. And <laughs> you're, so you're either a subscriber naughty, naughty or your listener. naughty, naughty listener deserves to be punished. <laughs> that went in a different direction than I expected. Yeah, and it's only, it's not even noon yet. Look at where I'm going with all of our jokes, Matthew. Yeah. Brace yourself. It's like, what what comes before afternoon delight? Mid, mid-morning <laughs> extravagance. Wow. That's, which is also my new fragrance, Mid-Morning Extravagance by Amster Burton. <laughs> it smells terrible. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, thank you subscribers for subscribing. This is, uh, this, is, this is our offering to you, this bonus episode. And I think you're going to like it. Matthew, why don't you tell them what they win? <laughs> well, you win a one-way trip to your grocer's freezer case with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, by that, what I mean by that is we're talking about frozen food, like stuff you find in your grocer's freezer case. Was this episode suggested by someone? Um, I bet it was, but it's certainly not written down on the sheet here, so we'll okay. never, ever know. Okay, great. Anyway, uh, Matt- I think actually, you know what? I think it was my idea. <laughs> Thanks, Matthew. So this was uh, an episode was suggested by host Matthew. <laughs> we want to we want to thank host Matthew for his great ideas. Uh, so host Matthew also went to the freezer case for us. And Matthew, so so tell us about some of the things that that you observed on, on that your great journey. Well. I, I, I'm really excited about what's going on in my grocer's freezer case, <laughs> honestly. Like, um, so I, I don't eat frozen entrees a lot, but I don't know, probably once a week. Um, and I certainly ate them growing up, and I certainly like to stroll down uh, the freezer aisle and see what's new. And on the whole, I would say what's new is, aside from, like, everything being split up, what? <laughs> what's new, freezer aisle? <laughs> yeah, what, what's new? What's new on the freezer case? Uh, <laughs> I Go don't on. know what that voice was supposed to be. Uh, um, uh, you know, I put, yeah, I put on my old-timey, like, detective fedora and trench coat, and I walked down the freezer case, and I was asked to leave because they thought I was going to expose myself. Um what I was going to say is, so, so there's like all these, you know, bro- foods broken out into different health categories. Like, you know, this one's high in protein. This one's low in carbs. Not interested in that, really. Um, but also, like, they are doing, going so much faster and so much further in experimenting <laughs> with, <laughs> with what do you think I'm going to say? <laughs> I don't know. They're going so much faster. Like, well, what, I mean... Uh, what, <laughs> <laughs> not is the frozen food section like on wheels <laughs> no no it's now you can put it in the microwave and it's ready it's ready one second later um there's maybe something wrong with my microwave <laughs> no what i mean is like they're bringing new um like you know ethnically influenced products to market faster i feel like you know there's there's a lot of like korean inspired stuff seems to be a big oh, thing cool. at the moment. i didn't know that there's uh you know there's sriracha stuff which uh, i bought a sriracha flavored item today that we're going to try they've had Thai stuff for years. There's more and more and more Indian, um, which which I think is often one of the best frozen foods, just because there are a lot of stew, a lot of stews uh, are the heart of Indian food and also freeze really well. Yeah, when we were growing up, the the main things that I think of in terms of frozen entrees. Um, were Stouffer's. Do you remember, do you remember yes. the orange packaging? Do they still have that sort Definitely. of vibrant orange yes, packaging? And it was very plain. I mean, graphically, it was it was a lot of like orange space. 
I, have we talked about the Gorton's fishermen on the show before? No. Because um, are you familiar with the Gort, like Gorton's fish sticks no. packaging? It's like this uh, rugged. It's like if the guy from the brawny paper towels put on a yellow slicker and got on a fishing boat, he would be the Gorton's fisherman. <laughs> okay. Although I think they changed the brawny guy a couple of years ago. I don't know what the kind brawny of- guy. Does he have like brown hair and a mustache? I think he ditched the mustache. Like they got a new brawny model a couple of years ago and and made him a little a little more a, a little less Chris Christopherson, a little more Mark <laughs> Harmon maybe. Oh yeah, a little a little more like uh all-American dad. Less non-threatening. Less, yeah, less like he would he would get a nickname like Grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, I Used to get Stouffer's Turkey Tetrazzini. Oh, yeah. Um, that was kind of a, a big thing in our freezer. I remember when my parents would go out to dinner or whatever to one of their functions. What did parents go yeah, out to? What did my, parents I do? I remember they like, were all these things like, like, yeah, my parents were always like going out to something. Like, I, never, I never cared what it was at the time. They were like, just going out to something. And like, it meant that you had like an old lady come over and right. watch TV with you. Um, or my cool babysitter, Christine, who we've oh, talked about before. Right. Your punk rock babysitter. I like to this day, like I don't know if like the boring grown up stuff that that my wife and I go out for is anything like the boring grown up stuff that my parents went out to in the eighties. I feel like there was more like you know social functions of some kind. Yeah, I feel like there were like balls and yeah, sure. I bet there were a lot of balls <laughs> and and various board meetings. Yes. Did your parents? Is it true that your parents met at a ball? When <laughs> no. something involving a glass, a glass slipper. slipper, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, ho- hold on, hold on. Yeah, I mentioned uh-huh. I mentioned board meetings. I remember somebody telling me at a certain point when I was a younger person. Is that this going to be a thing that I have no idea if it's I would, true or like, not? Need to join boards and things that this was like something you did as an adult. Who told you this? I don't know, and I kind of feel like is this something that I would do if I were like a, an executive? Would I need to like join boards to look legitimate within my community? Listeners, can you tell me this because I'm not on any board. Well, I can, and I feel okay about it. I, but am I less legitimate to you because I, I was I'm not say, on board? Like I have no sense of how legitimate you are in your community, or or <laughs> what your community is, or how legitimate you are out of your community. I don't know the answers to any of these things. Uh, I was on a board. You were? Yes, I was on the Seattle Pedestrian Advisory Board, which is uh, definitely exactly as interesting as it sounds like it would be to discuss on a comedy show. But you must have gotten a lot of important things done. I thought you. Were, I really Probably. thought you were going to say you must have gotten a lot. Of tail. <laughs> I'm not hey, that like, clever. Hey, you know, uh, did you know I'm I'm on the pedestrian advisory board? <laughs> Bounce, Ladies. Anyway, no. Um, so, I walked real fast. <laughs> so back to my old Stouffer's Turkey Tetrazzini. Yes. So there were Stouffer's so Turkey were at a board Tetrazzini. Meeting. My parent, when my parents were at one of those board meetings, there was also Tony's Microwave Pizza. And I always bought Tony's microwave pizza. And then, of course, as, as we have talked about in a long ago episode, there was the, the um, French bread pizza. Oh, yes, which we ate on maybe Stouffer's on the spouseless French eating pizza. episode. Yeah. And there was also, wasn't, didn't Pepperidge Farm do a, a, like a French bread yeah, pizza? Yeah, they absolutely did. Anyway, so I, I, I feel like the whole idea of, of, of uh, interesting stuff happening on the frozen food aisle is, is exciting and new to me. 
can we go back to the boards thing for a minute? <laughs> yeah. Um, I had this book when I was a kid called Big Secrets by William Poundstone. Um, and it was an awesome book. It was like, you know, here's here's the real Coca-Cola formula. Ooh. And like, uh, what are the 11 herbs and spices in Kentucky Fried Chicken? And one of the things it went into, which I really did not understand, uh, like what he was talking about was like, here's like the secret initiation rituals of like the Masons and the Knights of Columbus and the Elks Lodge (laughs) and stuff. And it gave me this idea, like the things were never that interesting, um, but it gave me this idea that like when at some point when I became an adult, I would have to choose one of these things to join. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I was going to become a Knight of Columbus or a Mason or a Moose <laughs> or something or a it. Shriner. Um, yeah, it, there was a certain like flavor to uh, uh, like the way that I perceived adults as a kid. That Like everybody was one of the everybody belonged somewhere. And now I just realized nobody none belonged. of us belong anywhere. Yeah. I think I just said nobody belong. All right. That was that was really sad but, from but a grammar perspective I, and a societal perspective. Yes. So when you mentioned that they have like these initiation <laughs> rites, I imagine it as the scene at the end of Rosemary's Baby where she like wakes up and goes into the apartment next door where her baby is like in this bassinet and all the creepy neighbors are huddled around the bassinet, like I think chanting stuff. And I imagine that that's what it's like to be initiated into like the Mason. So like you, the new initiate uh, are in the bassinet. I will. And everyone give else birth, is gathered around. <laughs> I will give birth to my devil spawn. Uh huh. And, and then, or maybe I am the devil's boss. I think I think you're being reborn by joining one of these organizations. Yes. They put you in a bassinet. Everyone gathers around and chants stuff at you, and then you pop up and you're like, "Hey, everybody, <laughs> it's me." <laughs> Only more Masonic. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it works. <laughs> Definitely, everyone everyone wears blindfolds at some point. Yeah, and they eat chocolate mouse. Isn't that how they pronounced it in Rosemary's Baby? I haven't seen that movie. Oh, you I wondered why I'm, you weren't. No, no, with I'm, me I'm, on this. I'm. But I feel kind of good about this because, like, oh, it's great. Usually, usually, I'm talking about something, and you say you haven't seen it. Oh, Rosemary's Baby is wonderful. Go, go see it. I have Mia Farrow, wonderful. I yeah, think I would like John, to see it. John Cassavetes or something plays her husband. Is it too scary for me? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. No, it's just creepy and like kind of just in this wonderful vintage way have you seen the exorcist no oh I, i've seen the I exorcist that's gonna be I too creepy it, for me i saw it on the big screen in london it was like less it is creepy it was less scary than i expected and it was great to see it because i'm now like oh that's what people are talking about and that's what people are talking about and that's what she does with the crucifix and so on oh maybe i should see it but i feel like i would need to maybe like not be alone for a week or so afterwards yeah what you just what you need to do is like watch it like through like you know uh, open, open your fingers like kind of halfway over your eyes. So like the Vulcan, uh, the the Spock. Yeah, thing. like live live long and prosper by not looking too closely at this movie. Okay. All right, let's heat up some frozen things and we'll come back and eat them. Okay. Okay. All right, that uh, humming sound you hear in the background is the microwave. Yes, we are legit here. We are starting out with... Um, Michelinas? Is that how I'm supposed to pronounce it? I think so. Um, so I I remember Michelinas because as a kid, my friend Jennifer would always have their fettuccine Alfredo when her parents would go out. So my favorite Michelinas as a kid, um, these are, I, I think maybe at, at some point it was actually owned or may still be owned by the same com- company that does Budget Gourmet. I don't know if that still exists, actually. I don't remember seeing it. Okay. Maybe it does. But but it's, it's in like a little... Uh, 
you know, cardboard box, basically. And it, and at the corner it says, open and zap. Yeah, so you pull the corner open. It works exactly like it did when I was a kid, when I used to get the uh, panette with sausage and peppers, which was great. Um, you pull the corner open, and then you microwave it, and it has this, like, very distinctive smell. And uh, it's still the and same the, the price. And the sauce and the noodles were segregated. Yes, I took a picture of this. And you stir them this. together. We'll after, put, do you stir them together after a little bit of Yes, cooking? and then you continue. Uh, no, you stir them together at the end, but you stir them, it says to like stir them separately and then continue microwaving. Oh, so, uh, okay. When I was a kid, Michelinas were a dollar each and they're still a dollar each. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. So the, I, I don't even want to think about where the meat for this comes from. I don't either. I just want to put it in my mouth right now. Keep frozen, cook thoroughly. That's the serving suggestion. Um, Yum. It was really hard to sit here for just a minute with this in front of me and not eat it. Mm. This is so exactly how I remember it. It's like pretty tasty. It's pretty tasty. Oh, so the only thing that's changed about it is that now they're called Michelina's Zappums, mm-hmm. which seems like mm-hmm. it seems like this is something they would have come up with the eight in, with in the eighties and have uh, abandoned by now. The the. The graphic design kind of looks like a trapper keeper I had in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, and the slogan is Zappum, excuse me. <laughs> is okay. Zap, eat, yum. Wait, that, wait, let me see this. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll, we'll take a picture of this lid also, if I can make it lie flat ever again. Would it be weird if I ironed <laughs> the lid of this box? It would. Okay. This is a kind of um this is this portion of pasta is smaller than what I usually eat. Oh, absolutely. And I find that kind of refreshing because, you know, it, 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 like I, I think it's pretty well documented that everything seems to be getting bigger food-wise. This is diminutive. Maybe the way they make it always a dollar is they just keep reducing the amount of food in the box it, to to like $1 worth. It does seem like a a very um economical now, portion. Did you ever have classic TV dinners like Hungry Man that had like the little square cobbler or, or brownie? No, I've never had that or like the Salisbury steak. I should have gotten one. I've never had one in like the, you know, the compartment style plate. But I've never had Salisbury steak in real life. Or is it Salisbury steak? Okay, wait a minute. So I've never had it in real life. I've only heard about You've it. You've only had in it in TV your dinner. fantasies? In, in your my dreams? fantasies. But Lori said she she uh, grew up, um, you know, having uh, TV dinners as a special treat and actually eating them on TV trays <clears throat> in front of the television as wow. God intended. Wow, and I, I love that. There's something like really, I love that they really went for it. Yeah, it it does strike me as it just makes it feel more special rather than everybody sitting around the table eating out of their microwaved container. And looking at each other. And see, I thought you were going to say it sounds really special compared to just the whole family sitting around the dinner table in general. Just like, <laughs> yeah, that's gross. <laughs> like, I don't want to look at these people. Family and togetherness. I, I want to look at Mark Harmon on the TV. And uh, <laughs> I have not thought about Gris- Mark Grizzly Harmon Adams in what? like a decade. What? Like, Mark once, Harmon is once, still America's sweetheart. Once again, we are really on trend. No, no, we are because he's on. Um, Hello, microwave. He's on NCIS. Like, what's NCIS? NCIS is is an incredibly popular show that your parents watch. <laughs> um, you know, it's like it's like a, a, a military detective show aimed at like 
you know, 60 year old women. Have I ever told you that? And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Have I ever way. told you that like, I kind of really had a little bit of a crush for a while on Vincent D'Onofrio from the Law and Order days? I'm not sure if I know who, I know the name, but I, I can't visualize him. Oh, bummer. But you can, you can pull me up a picture. Oh, yeah, I, can, I could do that on my device. So we'll post a picture of Vincent D'Onofrio <laughs> on our website. But can I choose the picture? Because yes. Vincent D'Onofrio, has, um, his weight has fluctuated over uh-huh. the years. And there's sometimes when he just looks more enticing than other times. I also loved that his character was really um, very intense and, and very quirky. And it was just great. I really had a thing for that character. Having, having not seen much of the show and can't visualize the guy, I'm right there with you. (laughs) The thing that I associate with Mark Harmon is he was like the bad guy on Moonlighting during one, like one pivotal season of Moonlighting. Was that the show with Candace Bergen? No, that was Murphy Brown. Moonlighting was (laughs) Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis. It was like where Bruce Willis got his start. And it was, it was also a detective show. Do you remember 12 Uh, Monkeys? Yes. um, I, I don't know how, what, proportion of subscribers I'm going to alienate by saying this, but I do not like Terry Gilliam movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I find them all, always kind of like, there's always something manic going on in a way that just like uh, freaks me out. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, there's a certain kind of intensity that is. Um, and manic. also Mark Harmon is never in the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really just only into Harmon <laughs> stuff these days, <laughs> by which I mean the, the volleyball. volleyball. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So the thing on Moonlight. Oh my gosh, wait, I meant to tell you. Please. So my car died recently oh. and we traded it in for a new car. And the guy who helped us at the dealership, his name was Wilson. And oh. he had a volleyball on his desk. He told me he was really into volleyball. But wait, was <laughs> it a Wilson brand volleyball? No. He why, just was really not? into volleyball. But I kept thinking, like, do you realize that you are the volleyball? Yes. Uh, that, From Castaway. Yes, whatever that movie's called. It's called, it's called uh, that movie called Castaway. <laughs> Ooh, this has a, a smell that's hard to identify. <clears throat> are we recording? Yeah, we are. Wow. Okay, so um, I love the name of this. So this is a Lean Cuisine Marketplace meal. I was totally swayed by the box on this one, which they, we will definitely post a picture of. I, I I imagine a lot of our listeners have observed that in recent years, there there have been a lot of cookbooks and books in general that have um, like a, a chalkboard design for the yes. cover, like writing on a chalkboard. And that's what they're going for with this Lean, lean Cuisine box. But what I really love is the name of this meal it's right. the sweet sriracha braised beef now i realize it sound like it should be like an exclamation sweet sriracha sweet sriracha yeah that man hey do um, you say sriracha or just sir- sriracha i think i say sriracha i say sriracha i don't know i i feel wrong however i say it wow and this has a little a little thing on it that says new culinary inspired what does that mean Oh, it's inspired by food. <laughs> so, what I would say I about this like is, this. yeah, it's, it's a little too sweet, which I should have guessed because Ooh, it, it has sweet it in the name. It needs salt. It definitely needs salt. I'm going to get some salt and some water for me so I can stop coughing into the microphone. Yucky. Okay, Molly Molly is now sprinkling some uh, Danish, uh, <laughs> what is it called? Uh, Danish, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, you l- it. salt. <laughs> Which, uh, as heard on the salt episode, she's sprinkling some of that on the Lean Cuisine entree. And the beef tastes like beef. It's got that going for it. It's much better with the salt. But, I, yeah, I don't really want to eat this. Hmm. 
I like that it has a lot of vegetables, as as you can see on the chalkboard on the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna finish it, but uh, I don't hate it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy it again. So what do you buy when you when you buy a frozen meal? So I'd say probably number one is uh, Trader Joe's Indian food. So Indian food, as you were saying earlier, freezes so well. Yes, and, and so Vidges in Vancouver. Yes has capitalized on this by opening a place called Rangoli that is a cafe, but also has a whole wall of uh, of freezer section where you can buy their delicious stuff. It's awesome. And take I've, it home and Yeah, I've brought it. it, smuggled it back across the border a number of times. Yeah, so, um, and I, I say I say Indian food, like like all Indian food is kind of the same thing. Obviously, it's not. I'm talking about, like, curries, like like uh, the Trader Joe's lamb vindaloo I like a lot. We're not, the, talking, uh, we're not talking about dosas or... We're not talking about doses. No. I don't think a microwave I, I don't know. Maybe there is some way they could do like a microwave dosa product that would that would come out crispy. I doubt it, but yeah. maybe. Yeah. You don't happen to have a uh, Stouffer's French bread pizza in your freezer, do I you? I don't. I because wish I did. Because that's what we really need to finish this episode out with. I know. And even if I did, though, it, it has to go in the oven, I think. I don't think it can be microwaved effectively. Oh. And so it would take like 40 minutes. Hey, can we talk about um, the the tray that those things used to come on? Oh. It was like a paper tray, but it had like foil on one side. Yes. I know we mentioned something about that in a recent episode. The microwave episode. Oh. Yeah? <laughs> what? No, no. I wasn't saying well, like, was like how s- dare you forget this. Oh, I'm, well, I, I... I just happened to f- remember for once. So, do, do you think they still come with that? So, wait. Do they still make pizzas that need to be microwaved? They, of course, they, they do. do. I mean, I think probably there are microwave directions on the Stouffer's French bread pizza, but I think that's definitely like a better in the oven one, which mm-hmm. I think the lasagna is also. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I, I'm thinking of like... Uh, like Red Baron Singles, I think is the name of a product, or at least was, where where it had the little tray with the flip up corners, mm-hmm. um, so so that it would like give a little bit of browning to the edge of the pizza, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, those I, I used to eat those a lot. They're not very good. You know, in general, I feel like a lot of food could work as a frozen entree. I feel like freezing stuff is. Like a, perfectly good. I think that where we run into problems with this stuff is that the microwave makes kind of a mess of it in reheating. Well, I don't even know if it's that because like uh, some of this, some of this stuff, it, it's just that there are some things that freeze really well and some things that don't. Like I don't think a sugar snap pea is great after it's been probably frozen. not. And we should we we've been talking about doing a frozen vegetable episode at some point, which which maybe we'll do, or maybe we'll narrow it down to some subset of frozen vegetables. But I don't know, like I think anything like a soup or stew, most of those freeze really well. And uh, I think I think where we go awry is like trying to make every kind of food available as a frozen entree. Yeah. So like you know a, a stir fry that's been frozen is always going to be a it's going to come back as a ghost <laughs> of a stir fry. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, have you ever heard the expression wait, the breath of a walk? That's the ghost of a of a frozen <laughs> stir fry. Yeah, okay. Um yeah, and I think that what we're having here was sort of it maybe started its life as a stir fry and mm-hmm. now has ended its life as some sort of gelatinous mass <laughs> ghost. Yes. Right, no, that's a gelatinous ghost. I think I think maybe um wait a minute, Kool-Aid man is not the same as jello. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> What else do we need to say about this? I mean, you know, I feel like there's a whole section of the freezer case that we have left out of today's episode. Oh, the ice cream and section? That's the like the frozen stuff section. The what? 
I mean, sorry. <laughs> I mean, the, I mean the, the phrase. I mean the difference. <laughs> Oh, oh, you mean the part with the cold things? Now I remember. I'm sorry. I need real food now to fuel my brain, Matthew. I know. We don't have any. Yeah, no. Um, What I was going to say is the dessert section. Ah, uh, yes. Because surely there are some ridiculous things going on in the frozen dessert section, and we should know about it. Uh, yes, and the frozen breakfast section. Yes. So this was like the frozen entrees episode. Um. It- have have you ever heard of this French company called Picard? It's spelled like Picard. Oh, is it like Picard sur léger? Sur, sur gelé. Yes. Sur gelé. I used to love their ads on TV. They had this like super sultry female voice and she would kind of whisper the name. She'd be like, Picard. Hold on, let me do it. Let me do it. <laughs> Picard, les sur <laughs> Like oh, I want it her was to amazing. I, want, I just wanted somebody to whisper sur gelée. I want in that my woman mo- in my head to drizzle I mean, in my me ear. with super froze, super cold water and and coat me with like a, a thin layer of ice. Mathieu, and, and, les sur and thaw me out later using only what God gave her. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, anyway, I loved those ads. Can I say it one more time? Oh yes, Picard les surgelés. Do you think we can YouTube that up? Probably. I feel like we probably, probably. could. But anyway, um, I have to say that. <laughs> Wait, no, I know what you have to say. Picard <laughs> surgelés. No, it's Picard les, les, les surgelés. Anyway, um. I remember my host mother decided to try some of their things. Like they made this like carrot puree with butter and whatever. It was delicious. Oh yeah, no, I, and it, I like it was really vibrant. It, it was delicious, and she also bought a galette des rois that like the French like epiphany cake with puff pastry and yes. almond paste and pastry cream inside. She bought that from Picard, and it was awesome. Yeah, like you know, other countries have this ability to. To take foods and like make frozen versions and fast food versions and, and convenience store versions that are like almost as good as the original. We, we don't have that ability, and I don't know why. Yeah, I um, feel sad about it. Yeah, when I was when I was in France, did you know I've been to France? Have we have we ever gotten into this? Did on you the know show? that I'm going to Japan? Soon? I, I've heard. Yeah, and w- yeah, when I was in France, I, I went into one of these uh, surgelé stores. Um, is surgelé just means like on ice, right? It sounds it, like surgical. It just basically means frozen stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, and like we didn't we didn't have like an apartment where we could heat stuff up or I would have bought something, but it looked awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, that was our frozen entrees episode. Uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com. You know all this stuff. Yeah, You're a subscriber. Cares? Whatever. Uh, and until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Just just say just say uh, the the. But say say like the motto of our show in that same voice. Oh, um, or some subset of it. Show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have it. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg, and I'm Matthew Amsterberg. That seems weird that it wasn't a Wilson volleyball because, like, if I, don't I was going to think gonna, it was, I, if I was going to have like a snowboard in my office, I don't. You, you would make sure it was a, it I was would make Matthew sure it snowboard. was a Burton snowboard. Yeah, I would make sure it was a Matthew snowboard. <laughs>